0: Welcome to the latest episode of Redesign Your Life, a series dedicated to rethinking and building a better future, discovering new ways of doing and being, and redesigning what is the norm. Throughout this series, I speak to people all over the world about how we can redesign a better future, not only for ourselves, but for the future generations to come. Today's guest is Jonathan Ellery, an internationally acclaimed designer and artist, and also an old friend of mine from when I used to live in London. John is the founder of Brown Studio, based near Borough Market in London, which he established in the 90s. Since its inception, John has worked with clients such as FIFA, Channel 4, Design Council, and BAFTA to name a few. His method of thinking is concerned with redesigning a new working process, one that is immersed in freedom as opposed to being driven by a finite selection of known working parts. This approach has aroused attention in the art, design, and publishing industries specifically in Japan, where the distinction between such fixed categories has been long disregarded. Thursday morning in London. What time is it there? It's too early then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it's 8.30. Eight
0: 8.30, okay. And um, what have you been doing, John? You've been up having breakfast, gone for a run... Had a coffee, or are you still in bed?
1: I have I have been up. My little routine every day is I get up, I go downstairs to the studio, I open the studio, I listen to the news. I go and come to the first floor to my studio, put the blinds up. I then go upstairs, cuddle the cats,
0: have some breakfast,
1: and then I'm ready to go.
0: Hmm. Cool. Every single day.
1: Yeah. That's yeah,
0: a nice routine. That's a nice routine. Yeah,
1: well, how about we, yours? Ah, oh,
0: this morning. Well, similar. Um, except for, first thing I do is I get up, uh, about five thirty. Uh, normally the, 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 my two French bulldogs, Ralph and Baxter wake me up and say, Hey, we're going to go for a walk. Um, mm-hmm. unless it's raining. They tend to just stay in bed if it's, uh, if it's raining, but then we go around the block, they dump their loads and, um, Come back, <laughs> come back, and I pick it up like a good uh, dog owner. Um, uh, come back and um, make myself a coffee on the stove, which I love. Uh, you know, the Italian espresso. I love making those. I just love the smell of it. It fills the whole house with the, the smell of coffee, um, which is cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we're all working from home right now, um, as, as you guys would be in London, too, but it's because of what's been going on with the, uh, the pandemic pandemic, and uh, you know the virus kind of taken hold of every single city in the world, every country. Um, so it's kind of changed everything. Because normally we, you get up and you go into the studio. You're lucky. Your, your studio, you live above your studio, so you can just pop downstairs. Or is it the other way around? I can't remember which way around it was. Um, but I uh, pop downstairs. I'm lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's uh, it's really cool. We'll talk about that in a minute. How you set that up and everything. But I just. You know, we're both in two different cities. I'm in Sydney, um, used to be in London, Um, you're in London. And it's just quite scary what's going on. And a lot of conversations I've been having with people around the world is just, you know, how are they coping uh, with the current situation? So how has it been for you over the last little while?
1: Well, it's certainly, it's very strange times. There's a sense in London that we are... I don't know, a couple of weeks behind Spain, three weeks behind Italy. Um, And maybe Australia feels as though it's a couple of weeks behind the UK. I don't know. Yeah, it does. But London seems really calm at the moment. I mean, uh, I went for a cycle ride last night with Kiyoko just to get some fitness. Mm -hmm. And there was no one around. It was really, really... Everyone was... Really, making an effort. I mean, there's no one around. Everyone is fully supporting. Oh, I feel fully supporting the NHS at the moment. Mm-hmm. Really, really impressive. Uh, very calm, very sort of stoic, very pragmatic. Mm-hmm. But there's a sense of a calm before, calm before the storm, really. Mm. But um, and then it's contrasted with it's been such beautiful weather here. I mean, I'm looking out the window now, it's just a glorious day, and so there's just, that's kind of, it's not only is it strange that it's a beautiful day in England, but um, <laughs> the contrast of, the contrast of sort of empty streets, and I'm listening now, the hum of the city is gone. Yeah. you got this contrast of a beautiful day with everyone inside, presumably watching the news.
0: And where, where's your studio based again? London Bridge, right next to Tower Bridge. That's right. So, so you're, you're right in the heart. Right, of it right, right,
1: right, right in the middle of it. Yeah, but I must admit, it's kind. Of, it seems people seem pretty calm. Uh, there's no panic. There's no. It's, uh, yeah, people just seem to be getting on with it. It's quite impressive, really. Well,
0: we have the, we've had a, obviously this this year and just prior to this year, we've had a a series of disasters one after another. I mean, you know, we've got the global um, climate issues and we've got fires, massive fires we've had in Australia. Then we had massive floods. Um, yeah, you've had a rough time. Well, you guys have had Brexit, which has just been horrific for a very long time. Um, and now and now this, it's just like, my God, what else can be thrown at us?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of going on. I mean, uh, Brexit is a shit shitstorm. I mean it was there was a thing was getting hard here before the coronavirus. But um I mean that's just a distant conversation there, Brexit. It seems to just conveniently disappeared.
0: Well it's a bit like and
1: you're, yeah, then you had the uh, fires your side and that looked uh, that looked hardcore.
0: Yeah. What I worry about is that the the fires have now become old news. Uh we you know, it's just almost like huge awareness to uh, global warming and acceptance that this is yeah. actually happening. Uh, there's so much denial prior and, and now we're back into, oh, that's not a priority again. Um, you know, we got to get on with just, just surviving in this situation. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a, lot of things now to sort out. Um, once we get um, released from being at home,
1: it's kind of hard to keep up with it all. Isn't there so much information swirling around every day? Hmm. Um, I kind of limit myself to it. I was speaking to um, Aaron, and I work with closely here about sheer bombardment with information at the moment. Whether well, it's from a social point of view, or a political point of view, or a coronavirus point of view, uh, we kind of limit. We can't. I kind of give myself about an hour a day just to soak it all up and chunk mm-hmm. on my brain a bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, because of of how we are today, we have so many devices um, keeping us informed of every single text and move and picture and the news. It's just 24-7 and it is, you're absolutely right, it it becomes very much, um, uh, very consuming and can, I I found over the last few weeks, I just found absolutely uh, drowning in uh, what's going on because I want to know, I want to know what's going on, I want to know what to prepare for and you know, certainly with a business of you know with with people and everything and a family, you just become very focused on. Okay, this is coming, or isn't it? Or yes, it is. I and mean, Then there's denial. Then there's ah, oh, it'll be for a short period of time, and then it's that oh my god, it's going to be a, a depression, and then it's like oh my god, you know,
1: what what? Well, maybe there'll be some massive. Um God, there's gonna be some massive social changes, aren't there? And maybe there's maybe there's a lot of positives that we can't see that might come out of all it. this. Whether it's on the social media side, whether it's on the political side, or whether it's on the health system side. Um I mean it's perhaps a bit too early to talk about positives because it's a little bit insensitive to what's going on at the moment, but mm. I kind of uh I kind of uh I guess I'm quite positive generally but I think I think there's got to be some positives the other side of this I mean for instance there's been less pollution in in London Mm. than I can remember Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean I'm sure the effect this is having on the uh, the environmental climate globally Mm -hmm. must be extraordinary
0: yeah we've talked about Venice apparently you know has been shut for a while um because they were flooding there and everything, and 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 apparently the the water is like turquoise, and you can see the fish for the first time. Um, it's incredible. Oh really? Chi- yeah, China. Nice. China obviously is um, was shut down. Is is a huge, huge, <coughs> sorry, huge amount reduction in terms of you know factory smoke, etc., and car fumes, and it's apparently like really, really cleaned up. Although they just started back again, and it's all kind of bellowing smoke into the um, the skies again, but. I guess the thing they're like my
1: nice squirrels. For, for, my squirrels seem very happy at the moment. Instead, <laughs> all the foxes in the and all the foxes in the area, they're hanging out a lot more comfortably.
0: Isn't it funny that those foxes still in London?
1: Yeah, I love them. I love them. People either love them or love them.
0: Yeah. Lovely things. So, how how is it for the rest of? Have you keep keep in touch with the kind of broader design community there?
1: Yeah, I think uh, as much as I can, everyone is keeping their heads down. To be honest, but I think um, I can. I think people similar to me and you are struggling to keep up with the sheer amount of information. I mean, if you're if you're an employee, it's just really hard to grapple with cash flow as it as it as it will become evident you're mm. Uh and you have to sort of stay in tune with what the government is doing. But I think most people, I mean, for now, the government's putting in place this uh, um, furloughing of uh, salaries, which is really helpful. So, for instance, the next three months, 80% of salaries will be paid by the government up to £2,500. Mm. So that kind of buys time, whether you're an airline or whether you're a studio, or whether you're a farmer or something you know so kind of calm things down a little bit mm. and with that calm that has kind of brought in, means that people can relax into the crisis if that makes sense which is what is needed i mean uh, you know what's needed to to be covered is to just chill relax and stay at home and do nothing
2: yeah
1: it's sort of the complete opposite of uh of normal warfare, isn't it? (laughs) To be active and so what's needed is that calm, that psychology of calm, Mm -hmm. uh, which uh, is interesting.
0: But I guess so. So
1: I think, uh, sorry. No, go on. Yeah, so again, just going back to other people in in the design world, I think that they're they're finding things really hard, Uh, but so is is everyone, anyone. Uh so we'll see. So it's, it's kind of uh it's kinda of hard to work out. There's gonna be very different models and very different systems and very very different workplaces and uh, the whole nature of how design or art or, or publishing um is gonna change.
0: Calm I, I really like. Um and I think that, you know, right now we're not at that stage. <laughs> we're Um, I think unless you've got, you know, tons of money or um, hiding away somewhere remote, um, if you're in the thick of it here and in Sydney, in Australia, um, there's real uncertainty right now, probably as there were for you guys a couple of weeks ago, of what the hell is happening. Um, Oh, my God, I'm going to go down the pan. Um, This could be very painful for a very long time. Um, And it's just the not knowing is actually what is affecting my calmness or lack of calmness. Um and, and the tension, yeah, and tension perfectly around normal. Yeah. Oh thank you. I'm I'm glad it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it but, but it but uh, thanks Doc. Um but it's it's just the oh man, it's just if yeah, if our government did that and they might be doing it in the near future. They're kind of talking about various subsidies mm-hmm. and things like that. But you know, my business I got a lot of a lot of overheads, the studio, the people, um, you know, I've got an incredible team, and you know, last thing I want is for any of them to, you know, uh, not be there. And I'll fight for that, and ensure try to do all I can to 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 ride this thing through. But certainly, with some government support, it would help enormously to alleviate the pressure. I mean, business is hard enough normally, anyways, isn't it? It's not easy yeah. to yeah. run a business like we run, um, and it's there's uncertainty, even though we know that we know what we're doing, we know the craft. It's it is. And it it's not just changing now because of this, but it's been changing for a long time. There's been a lot of yeah, sure. disruption happening a, and and um, very much leading to this, is leading to this in a way going, this is a real uh, recalibration. This is a real a rethink. It's a real, um, not pause. I mean, it's, for some people, it probably is a pause, but it's, it's literally, you all go home and... Um, you know, continue to communicate with each other and come out when you've sorted, sorted out the, the the ideas, you know, once the virus has passed. It's almost just given us a, some time to think.
1: You can establish different ceremonies and different rhythms during the day. Um, and just little steps forward, and then, then there's certain things you can control. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that really helps.
0: I thought it was really interesting, watching the news the other day, how Boris did step up. You talked about the government before. How he really stood up. And um, took control of the situation. I was quite impressed. Actually, I felt like he kind of redeemed himself in that moment. I guess the the, the really well, na- I wouldn't go that I wouldn't do that I not <laughs> <go> that far. <laughs> but uh, okay. no, I think I think at least they at,
1: at least there's a sense that they're listening to science. Mm. Whereas you get um, you know with 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 Trump that's a completely different ball game but um, there's a sense of the two the two gentlemen or the i forget the names but the, the two scientists or medical uh, specialists kind of really know what they're doing mm-hmm. and there's a sort of calm they calm british delivery mm-hmm. which um, there's, a sense, there's a sense there's a sense that someone is looking at that curve mm. Very closely, and someone is looking at social behavior very closely, mm. and someone's looking at the psychology of the nation very closely. Yeah, yeah. So, um,
2: that's
1: kind of impressive. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it all pans out.
0: So, is it. Have you I fa- mean, what do you think will happen? What do you think will happen in Australia? Well, I think it's very. I, I, I just keep saying it's pretty obvious what's going to happen because, you know, in each country seems to be getting it one, one at a time. Um, and it seems to kind of be ballooning, uh, you get frustrated because, it's, I mean, the thing is, it's not like this, a whole bunch of people got the flu. We wouldn't even know about it if it was just the flu, um, if we were the first country to get it. But but it's almost like people were in denial for quite a long time and thinking that's a long way away. It's not, like not going to affect me. Um, oh, it's so sad about the Chinese. But you're thinking it's all kind of contained within one country, but then when you see it, Naturally spreading as it would because if we're all traveling around the world like crazy ants all the time. It it's just exploded, and you know we just see. Look, that country's got it. That country's now got it bigger, bigger numbers. They got locked down. They're dealing with like dealing with it like this, and it just seems like again, just for a long time, people were going, well, well, what are we going to do about it? You know, or or it might not. It's
1: amazing how quickly it spread, isn't it? I mean,
0: you know, it
1: was just a. It was a few weeks ago, when there was um, sixty thousand fans of a Liverpool game. Three thousand came from Madrid. Mm. Um, I think it was Liverpool, but um, uh, it's kind of amazing how um, indiscriminate it is. It's just it doesn't it doesn't respect money. It doesn't respect uh, nationalism. It goes under walls, over walls, around walls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no one is protected. It's like it's quite an incredible thing to observe. I mean, if you weren't affected by emotion, you were just get passionate about it. It's fascinating. Um incredible. Incredible times really.
0: Yeah, it's kinda of hard. It's hard to be in business at this moment, isn't it? Because you know, as, as creative businesses, we tend to be focused on helping organizations to be to stand out, to be better. At what they do the market themselves or communicate better and all this kind of stuff be more competitive in a way and it's funny the mm-hmm. whole competitiveness seems to have been like put on hold i think because people go it's kind of now crass to be competitive it's crass to be promoting yourself do you know what i mean yeah i i mean i haven't got the
1: answer but i mean again, it's just massive change um i mean if, if you're a couple of weeks behind us, you're probably at a sort of completely bewildered stage. Yeah. Where <laughs> so, sort of people sort of overreact a little bit or get emotional very quickly or, um, but yeah, I mean, it's really tough. I mean, I think it, I think in a way it's, it's kind of dumb just to talk about in the context of design, our, our specific design world because it's so, it's the same for everyone. It's so yeah, brutal yeah, for
0: everyone. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, ultimately, the main the main challenge is cash flow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I
1: mean, whether you're, whether you're a, whether you're a government, an airline, a design studio, a bakery, a fish and chip shop, the pub, mm-hmm. that's the battleground. And and I haven't got an answer for that. Mm. I mean, the um, you know, this, I was just looking at the New York Times this morning. They had a chart where you could kind of push. The curve that they're trying to control, and it's that balance between e- economic um, health and and um, people's health, mm. and that's a very hard thing to manage. Mm. A very hard thing to manage. I, I, I don't, I don't really know which way that's going to go. I mean, uh, we'll see. But oh. yes, it's brutal. It's hard. For, very, very hard for people for use for means for everyone. I mean, even harder if you're a nurse or a doctor at the moment. Oh God, yeah.
0: I'm also kind of interested in in your work because you, you grew up in Cornwall and then went to London, but mm. you know studied graphic design, I think, right? Yeah, and then you know done your done, done your thing, done, been a you know a designer and have your own company, and then I don't know how many years ago it was when you started doing your own art. But I thought that at the time was that like 15 years ago, 17 years ago, more. more
1: or yeah but 2005 the um
0: the art practice started and before that you were doing you were doing books which i was always intrigued by as well um which but but they were not just books for other people they were self-initiated books and i thought Mm. that again very entrepreneurial um at the time and um it's not what other people were doing and and they were obviously beautifully concepted and produced and um you know, I guess that contributed to, I mean, interesting to know why, why did you do that? I and mean, we haven't talked about that. Yeah.
1: I guess, I mean, just going back to call my old man was a, was a sign writer. Uh, mm. and my, my dad and his old man used to paint all the pub signs in uh, Penzance and Newland in Cornwall. So, uh, that, that, that's initially where whatever I have kind of came from, whether it's design or, or art, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, we, when I started, um, started a brand in '98, I had two partners then, Graham Taylor and Mike Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that stage, you know, it was a very different world, as you said, but um, that was the only thing I was focusing on. And it's so hard to get the engine room of the design practice going, but anyway, let alone in London, um. But in, I, I guess for me personally, uh, I I didn't really have a choice. I mean, it, it wasn't a strategy to go off and do art and publish books. It's been a bit of a curse in many ways. it um, a lot, and I don't wouldn't recommend it. Uh, but for me,
0: now, hang know, on, hang on, hang I, on. Why was it a curse, and you wouldn't recommend it? Hang on.
1: Well, because it's really hard. It's a very hard thing to do. To do to do more than one thing seriously. I mean, I find it very hard
0: anyway. Well, you make it look easy. Well, no, it's not. Um, well, I'm not saying it, it's not. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm but, not saying it is. But, um,
1: but um, it's 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 kind of you know it's it's not really a, it's not really a decision for me. It's what I do and who I am. I mean, I I, I love the three disciplines. So you know, I love uh, you, you know when I do my art, it doesn't undermine. Design. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, you know, sometimes generally I think that design is a lot more important than art. Um, but you know, and I, like, and I like the I like the discipline. Of, I like the discipline of design. I like the problem solving. You know, design design. We kind of the definition of design for us it kind of keeps us sane in the studio is that there's a a client, a brief, and a fee, uh,
0: yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. And a time frame um, in a plan and
1: yeah, without 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 those two things it, it we wouldn't call it design but that's our own way of looking at it.
0: yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, and I like that I like I like I like uh, I like the in the same way as architecture or or being a lawyer. I like the fact there's a commercial aspect to it. But there's no problem there's no guilt to it. there's a problem to be solved. there's a there's a communication to be made. Um, no problem. I, you know, I love that. and I'll I'll be doing that until my my dying day. Um, so, love design. But then, uh, then on the intellectual side for me, you know, pursuit of just wandering off with one's mind mm-hmm. without without the structure of a client or a fee or a brief. That's a completely different discipline. Um, and the reason why it's hard is because. I, you know, I take it seriously, so it's it's very hard to manage both things. If that makes sense, it's not a hobby, yeah, it's yeah. not a personal project. It's it's what I do. So, mm. um, and then you, uh, the other aspect of, of, of the two things is the publishing side. You know, the publishing side is an, is another uh, wonderful thing, curatorially. You know, what you bring books into the world that no one else would touch. Um, that's a challenge. So, I mean, the three things. There's fantastic overlaps uh, and a level three. But it's really, it's tough. It's tough to manage. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have it any other way. And then that structure. You've got to be very careful with the structure. So, for instance, from, you know, in, I'm fortunate enough to, to um, live above my studio. So, there's a structure in the, in the building that keeps me safe. So, the ground floor is, is brands. is You know, hardworking graphic design studio. The first floor is is um, is more for me and my my art studio, and then I live upstairs with Kyoko. Mm. So it's kind of um, it's kind of an artisan approach to all of it, really.
0: Well, that's obviously by there's
1: design. No going, right? There's no going to work and finishing work; it's all the same thing. It's kind of it's kind of wonderful. Yeah, and and um, gives you a certain uh, uh, independence. The freedom to think and the freedom to work how you want to work, mm. but it's 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 uh, challenging.
0: Well, it's interesting. Did you did were you looking for a building that you could do the all three like that? Was that is that by design or just by coincidence?
1: Well, I um, it was. I was lucky enough to find it, I, um, but I mean, I was always when I when I think back to my career when I. When I if I go and if I went ever went to meet someone, lucky enough to meet someone. I mean, like the late Alan Fletcher, oh, yeah. for instance, on it's the design side. Studio. Well, for instance, he 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 had a studio next to his home, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, or for instance, uh, you know, Lawrence Weiner in New York, he his he had a studio on the ground floor, then he had his kitchen on the first floor, and then so this, and then the, and then they might have a garden outside. Mm uh you know um a more like Myers-croft in um in 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 London uh, I always in her because of the way that she lives as she goes downstairs. And it's not for everyone. I mean I don't have kids friends. If you had kids you probably couldn't do it. If you had partners in your business you couldn't do it. Mm. But the the whole idea of sort of um living that way uh always appealed to me, the crossover between a home and a studio and, and a business and, and it, that that whole sort of developing philosophy how, how you might be able to live how you might be able to work out, outside of how you're supposed to work yeah. was always what i was aiming for if that makes sense
0: i wonder if this is because it's almost like if this continues the way that we are now maybe that's kind of coming full circle Maybe that's how more people will start to live. Because right here Yeah, possibly here there's not that many designers I know that have that have that arrangement. And I've always saw that as something that was um highly desirable. Um and also yeah. sensible. I mean it's a sensible, cost effective way of living too, because you're actually you know, you're investing in the building. You're not just a tenant, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, the decision wasn't a business one; it was just for my own, for my own brain. But I mean, I think maybe you know, the way that people—it's not for everyone either. I mean, it suits—it suits me, but it—it—it's it, not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe coming out of the, the the health crisis at the moment, people people are certainly going to question uh, how much space they need or oh, the environment they sit in, how it could work. I am sure there's companies all over the of, of the world at the moment and their workforce are happily working at home and they're thinking, why have they got twenty thousand square feet sat there? Yeah, yeah. Um so maybe maybe there's a lot of change but maybe there's some big changes there for which could could be really positive for people and their
0: minds and the way they want to work. I remember when I left Pentagram um in the beginning I was actually had a place in Vale above a chemist and yeah. I remember having spare room which I set up as a studio and and you know literally be in I mean I'm I'm same it's the same setup now as I'm in now it's so funny um I'm in this kind of I'm in this area of my house where I, I set up my table because I don't I don't I've kind of stopped working from home a while back because I found I I needed to switch off so I, I kind of put my desk in the garage and covered it up and all that but I'm sitting here in my um and my boxer shorts and a t-shirt, so that's a nice visual for you. <clears throat> and it's just like the same same way it was all those years ago. It was so funny. I remember having um, the editor of the newspaper, The Independent. Uh, I remember in the beginning, I was, like, I was like pretending I was a business, basically, um, because I just started up and I was just like, anytime anyone had to come around to my, to my studio, I'd kind of so I'm not I'm not there I'm, I'm out and about or hey I'll meet you for coffee in town or, or whatever you know so for ages I got away with that but one day um in the evening the editor of the newspaper said look I'm coming around I'm outside your studio um there's no one answering the door <laughs> and I was upstairs looking down like four stories going oh my god there's a chauffeur out the front uh and he's calling me what do I do like he's ringing my mobile he's ringing the doorbell and I'm going oh my so I, I, eventually I led him up. I, he came up the stairs, like I don't know, four flights of stairs and he's in his suit and I'm in my box of shorts. And he was sitting there t- and we sat down and we started talking about redesigning the, the I think it was the Saturday supplement, ma- Saturday magazine at first, and then it was the paper in the end. But I remember just sitting there having this conversation thinking, Wow, this doesn't this is the editor here sitting next to me. It doesn't care about my setup or my situation. Um or what I'm wearing, um, or what time of the day it was, but and he's just focused on knowing that I'm, you know, can help him achieve this. And it was just, it was just actually quite a, it was quite refreshing at that time because a lot of the time people think, oh, you know, they they know you can do the work, but you need to look like a studio. You need to look like you got the capability or the or the people to be able to deliver this project. You know, and perhaps that roundabout kind of um scenario sorry but it's it's a bit like (laughs) it's a bit like maybe that doesn't matter anymore maybe in the world that we are today everything is going to be virtual and we're moving much more towards uh more agility and um less scale
1: no i I disagree to say something i depends what you depends what you want i mean my my approach was never about scale and my approach was never about uh you know, we all like money, but it was never about money. It was about it was about trying to live live my life in the way that I want to live it, um, and try and find a working methodology that suits that. So it was more about how I selfishly. I wonder if it's possible to be able to spend the week this way, or this day this way,
2: mm.
1: or live my life in a certain way. Um, you know, wonder. I wonder if that's possible. And and when you mentioned then about the virtual thing, it's so important to me that actually the virtual thing for me is a big lie. So for me, the truth is a
0: big what or lie?
1: Is a, a big kind of. It's a big con. It's a big. You know, it's like.
0: It's false. You know, it's
1: important to me that that this building exists and it's a hard earned building, and the studio exists, and there's a truth to that, which I which I find. Really important behind so much that we do. Mm. Um, you know, brands exist, the studio, it's nothing to do with the ego or, or wealth. It's just this is me, this is us, this is the studio.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we're not sat at home in our kitchen tables, if I'm honest. <laughs> Does that make sense? So, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: and that's not to say that you can't run a successful business from your kitchen table, but for me, it was, I've always loved the atmosphere of the studio. I mean, I, I would get too lonely to work on my own. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like I like the I like I like the vibe in the studio. I like I like people that are cleverer than me in the studio. That's you know it's kind of uh, that having that sense of self that sense of space was always really important.
0: Yeah, I feel so this... I'm,
1: I'm a bit sort of uh, you know that's that's yeah that's uh, that's really important to me. Mm. I'm very suspicious of. Digital things that don't exist, hmm. really.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's a generational thing? Do you think you you and I are kind of at that point where we we've grown up with print and the physicality of you know making things, crafting things. Um. Do you think it's that's got something to do with it? I would imagine it probably would.
1: I mean, I I get. Again, I mean, again, we were talking earlier about you know positives that might come out of. Um, um, the, you know the health crisis, the coronavirus. You know, maybe this endless nonsense of in- Instagram vanity and peacocking might stop for a while. You know, maybe there's maybe there's some truth comes back into that. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't I don't want to sound like a you know like a moaning old man. But the the, tri- the, the mixture of what we do. I mean, don't get me right, in, in terms of design and art, I'm fully with. I'm fully. Technology, that I believe in technology, but in terms of actually uh, going to see a band that you can listen to, the band that's not a con. You can go to the restaurant and you can eat that food; it's not a con. You can go and see your friend in the pub; he's real; it's not a con. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go and see a design studio, and there you go; you can sit down there and speak to that person. I still, I still find that as as really important to everything that we do, mm. for me personally. Yeah, yeah. For other people, maybe not. But that's that's
0: that's for me. Yeah, I couldn't think of any worse than being in a kind of virtual world. Yeah, I, I totally agree.
1: Yeah, well, it's not not. It's certainly not. It's certainly not. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in it. We're in it. But I try and find try and find truth within it. I mean, our our, our friendship, Vince, is a truth. We've been through thick and thin. I'm on the phone to you in Australia. We know where we are, it's solid, and I like that. Mm. Uh, you're not after anything from me, I'm not after anything from you. We're having a nice chat, I know where I am. That's the sort of thing I'm talking about. It yeah, yeah,
0: sense. no, totally, totally. Um, yeah, very real and genuine.
1: Yeah, we're not, we're, there's no swapping of equity here, you know what I mean. There's
0: no, uh, oh, I'll do this for you and I'll get that and you do that for me. For me, there's, there's none oh. of that. I'll, I'll ignore the, I'll ignore the invoice then. <laughs> Hang on, should I just forget the invoice you just sent me for 20 grand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, no, no, don't mention it. <laughs> um, oh, you're also anyway. incredibly generous because every time I see you, you give me you know one or two or three of your beautiful books, which I have actually stacked up right next to me. Popularism is one of them. Um,
1: oh, that's, um, that's good. That's good. You've got you still got them. Then
0: <laughs> you can use that when you toilet roll Oh my god! Is it quite soft? I hope so. <laughs> I was thinking I've got a whole bunch of soy trees uh, left over from the exhibition I had at the opera house, and that was all with um, paperback uh, material, forty GSM. And I was actually thinking of that. Oh,
1: I yeah, remember that. Yeah, that was that was yeah really big, thick and light.
0: Yeah, and I'm, it might be perfectly. It might be perfect for when we ran out of toilet paper. I think it,
1: well, it's the same sort of aesthetic in bulk and, and yeah. uh, format as populism, isn't it?
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. And and I think that uh, <laughs> my, my binding all fell apart anyway, so it'd be easy to tear off uh, each sheet at a time. Um, <laughs> but I, I, th- I just want to talk a bit about your art because I I often think about things and uh, try things, and I go. I'm not an artist, I'm a designer, and mm. I kind of retract, maybe because I feel uncomfortable and I've always kind of thought that, you know, my parents think I'm an artist, but I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a commercial, commercial designer. I mean, we we work to clients, briefs. Mm. We, we service, we're a service to um, our clients. It's a very different thing to being an artist. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's still creative, it's just that you have a different customer perhaps, or you know, you're selling something that you created, or maybe not selling something, but you're creating something um, for with a different purpose and a different kind of um, different idea. Or maybe it's still it's still an idea. I mean, your work is still very much idea based. You know.
1: Well, there's no selling, and there's no customer. Okay. And there's possibly no purpose. But. but um,
0: but someone like Damien Hirst would, you would, could say was, is more of a designer than an artist, couldn't you? I mean, he's often criticized for his very graphic work. Or, you know, people say... Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, as I said earlier, the, the
1: definition... I mean, I mean, for me, it, it gets tricky here because there's this arrogance with art which really pisses me off. I mean, as I said earlier, I think design... Generally, has more integrity and, and and is actually should be respected a lot more than it is. If I'm honest, mm. um, uh, for instance, I hate it when I hate it when design studios run around and bang around to artists and art oh, galleries. I think sorry about a that.
0: I will take that back. So what, <laughs> what I said about Damien Hirst. Um Sorry about that. I didn't mean so, um, I didn't mean I didn't mean a bad mouth him. Sorry.
1: No, no, no. I don't think that's so. Um, um, but I, I mean, I, I mean, the art world is just as disappointing as the design world if you're not careful. I mean, I, 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 um, <laughs> I on the art side, for instance, it's nice to be nowhere. It's nice to be. Um, it's nice to be not in that world, and not necessarily in the art world. Mm. And that sort of sense of autonomy, that sense of independence intellectually, is um, a place I quite like to be because there's, you know, there's a construct of sorts in the in the design world that you operate within, mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool because that's that's the nature of it. Uh, and if you're not careful in the art world, there's another construct which is based around galleries and and um, and, and money, etc. Um, but I I just try not to. I try not to um, uh, be beholden to either, mm. and so I put my work out there, and um, and obviously I want people to see it. I want I want to uh, change the way people think, or the or conversations that are having, or engage in conversations with them. Mm-hmm. But um, whether you whatever you want to call it, I mean, it's cool art, but it's it's uh, it's not for the art world, and it's not for the people that run the art world. It's it's um, uh, it's not for a client. It's not for money. It's for the intellectual freedom that that gives me. Selfishly,
0: what was and that? if
1: that if my thinking, my ideas gain traction with a few people, mm-hmm. um, great. Um, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's um, and it, it's, it's 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 tough. To, it's kind of quite a lonely pursuit. That it's wonderful, but kind of lonely, mm. uh, because there there are no rules in there, and there's mm. uh, and of course it's very hard to to um, balance that. Wander off thinking it that way, and then getting back the next day to be the the disciplined rigor of uh, the design the design brief, mm. and that contrast is fascinating for me. Mm. It's, like, um, it's like it's like it's like. It's kind of like uh, design one day, heroin the next. Yeah. Um, I don't do heroin. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's uh, and I and I like that. I love that contrast. I really enjoy the two worlds and the you know uh, and in the building you're in, on the ground floor and you're working with the team on a design brief and then the first floor I'm drifting off into the what ifs or the political um, attacks. Or I can do. I can go where I want to do. Go where I want to go.
0: What 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 was the turning point? Like, what what was the, the first art project you did then? Like, where did you go? Did you have that feeling of, oh, I've got this idea for something? Or yeah, something? I did
1: a, I did um in two thousand and five, I did a book called One Hundred and Thirty Six Points of Reference, mm-hmm. uh, which was um, just one hundred and thirty six things, objects, moments, stuff that sort of defined me at that time. Um, as a designer, as an artist or what And the sentiment was, it was kind of like, okay, put these to bed. Put these to bed now and then um, become a point of reference, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I was um, offered a show, when I did that book, I was offered a show uh, by Andrew Roth and the Roth Gallery in New York. Um, and I, uh, which was, kind of out of the blue it's a well it's a well-to-do gallery Yeah. and um, I had a show of none of my work so I had a show in frames and things of objects or, or books or moments that I hadn't done any of it so conceptually it kind of pissed people off if that makes sense to mm. <laughs> so have an exhibition of other people's work mm. uh, under the name of Ellery and so during that show, um, you know, you had some people, some quite serious people, from galleries in New York, and it was just purely seen as a conceptual show. And 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 I realised then, oh, hang on a second, I can just—that was really interesting for me. And mm. um, he got criticised and he got praised, but it was the first time I realised, oh, I, okay, I can do both. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. And
1: so it was kind of a. Uh, it was kind of a, a little turning it wasn't it expense it's not a competition between art and design they're both they're both really important to me mm. but I just thought okay now now's the time I can wander down this room mm. and I can um, mess with things this way I can really f- things up this way for people
0: <laughs> and how how do you uh, pace yourself because obviously you just keep doing both do you do, are they like equal amount on both sides, or is it spread? Well, I
1: mean, at the moment, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, at, at the moment, for instance, because of the challenges that the coronavirus thing um, poses, it's really hard. But I kind of found a way. There's no, I'll be, there's no set form there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the change of environment, coming upstairs to work in the art studio, that really helps. So if I'm mm-hmm. upstairs, the team downstairs knows to leave me alone. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, um, are you ever dry of ideas? You no, know, you get yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very, dry of ideas. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm always
1: thinking. So you get tired, um, especially. I'm I'm fifty five now. So you get you get older. You have to look after yourself a bit better. But uh, I mean, sometimes if you you get bored, sometimes you know. Sometimes you can not like, I, I can't do either. I'm really just i've had enough but generally (laughs) um generally i
0: go for a bike uh, ride
1: generally i can yeah generally i'm um i'm always no i love it i mean i'm generally i'm very happy very happy dude you know it's not always easy but i'm very fortunate that it's sort of panned out that i can do it and that's that's uh you know overall of the sort of, it's not that's success for me I'm really happy with, I'm really proud of myself that I've done that not so much the financial side got nothing to do with it
2: mm. but
1: the fact that it's possible to do that um is what I what I enjoy about it it's possible you can um, you really can sort of live your life the way that you want to live it
0: well it's unusual to do both, isn't it? Sometimes you see people over time. I was funny I was talking to I was doing a podcast earlier today um, mm-hmm. with a guy called Chris Boss who's a, a, a German architect based in Sydney and we were talking about um, various designers around the world. And I mentioned Fabian Baron and because I saw him uh, last a week uh, God, a year ago in November I saw him in New York. lucky enough got to see him in a studio. And I just said, it was very interesting how he evolved from a magazine designer, you know, from in Paris, yeah. Paris Vogue. Yeah. Uh, and um, end up becoming, you know, directing fashion shoots and fashion, you know, doing Harper's Bazaar, which was an incredible magazine. Um, and, you know, Madonna's sex book and Calvin Klein perfume and designing bottles, designing furniture, des- you know, now directing films and and I and I just thought it's interesting to see how some people can like evolve or or move beyond the the practice of design, and it's interesting, you know, like you 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 your two, you know, your art and your design is is running parallel, right? You 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 haven't decided. You know what? I'm going to be yeah, a, a full time artist now, or I'm going to be. You know, I'm going to now try. Yeah, something you'll
1: else. be careful that word. Be you got to be careful that word. Beyond, you know, that's it's like you know, it's almost like I've gone beyond design. And it's not that. I, I think that design is, as I said earlier, possibly more important than art. It's it's and also there's the assumption that that that's a positive that everyone should be trying to do. It. No, it's really hard anyway to do one thing well. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: I know. And so, I and so I really that. wouldn't. Re- I, I really wouldn't recommend it unless, it unless you had no choice and it was inherent in you, like playing the violin or something.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I think, it, I think it's, it's not, you know, I, I really wouldn't recommend it. Um, it really is hard enough to run a design studio without messing around with other things, let's be honest. Mm. Um, and sometimes I wish that was the case. I wish I could just focus on the one thing.
0: But I guess. The but I, and
1: I also don't think the it's art. necessarily. It's not more successful. It's not more. It's just what it is, you know. In, in, um, it's just what it is.
0: Well, it, it is what it is. It's, it's your. It's how you want to be and how you want to work, right? It's your yeah. choice. I mean, yeah. that's, I, mean yeah, I think it's that's. Not, it's not. I mean, I think of all the people I've spoken to over the years. I think you're the one person who truly has designed his life. You know. <laughs>
1: Well, I think that's going a bit far, Well, it's the oh. attempt to at it, isn't it? I mean, it's it is, uh, you know. And uh, I mean, who knows? I may well fail, you know. Um, but there's, but there's, you know, that's my truth. I, I like, it's not a, it's not convenient. It's not strategic. It's not ego led. It's not image led. It's just that is what I am. Mm. Um, it, it's so far it's panned out. It's been successful, but it didn't have to, mm. uh, and it may not be. But, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, that's, I mean, I couldn't do any more. I don't want to do any more, but, um,
2: no.
1: yeah, it depends what you want. It depends what you want. doesn't it? it depends what you want. If someone, if someone wants, um, you know, uh, international studios across the world and lots of money and I wouldn't do what I've done. Mm. If you want to, um, you know, if you want a big house in the country with loads of kids, don't do don't do whatever. It depends very much on what as an individual one wants. What is it that you want? Is I, a question that not many people can answer,
0: you know? Yeah, no, but that's that's what I that's what I'm that's why I'm saying. I mean, joking apart, you know, you've designed your yeah. life because you actually know what you want or certainly appear to know what you want, and you've designed how you've designed a life that's perfect for you. Kind of, you designed a creative outlet in both commercial and, um, well, not that design isn't creative, it is, but, but then you have your art as well. And you designed your home specifically um, to, around that to, to make sure that you can deliver mm. on that. Like, you've, you've been absolutely solid and focused and um, consistent in that regard. Don't don't seem to be kind of flitting yeah, around. Oh, you know, yeah, I think I might go do this or do that, or you know what? You know what I mean? Like you.
1: you uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's it's kind of uh, it's always it's knowing what you don't want as much as anything. I'm i before I started all this, I worked in lots of different places and learned different things about the good bits and the bad bits. And um, you know, for instance, at the moment, I mean, no, you know, uh, with Brexit, um, Brexit doesn't. Brexit doesn't want the conversation between uh, between me and you in Australia. They don't want the relationship between uh, Australia and England. Mm. They don't want uh, they don't want an international mindset. So, just going back to what we've been talking about, my response is: Well, watch this then. You know, I, I will be more international.
2: Mm.
1: I will be more political, and I will be I will be in response to that that environment, if that makes sense. So, going back to You know the way I've tried to live my life is you're not supposed to do it this way. You're not supposed to. You know you're supposed. This is what you're supposed to do. And I guess on reflection, it's always been no. It doesn't have to be that way. I'm going to go this way. Mm. If that makes sense. So it's always been. It's always been responsive to the world that I live in. You know, going right back to when I went to Australia for a year to escape Thatcher same thing really
2: mm.
1: you know or when when we when we start a design studio well this is how you do a design studio oh really um this is how your government says this is how you live your life well, no. mm. um do you know what i mean so it's, I, I guess there's always been a politic in it mm. the sense of independence and autonomy mm. possibly has been political you know a little bit of fuck you in there um well, you know, a little bit, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of, a little bit of fight, a little bit of resistance, a little bit of anger,
0: sometimes and is do, needed. How does that? How does that affect your commercial work? Does that? You know, how do you? I can't imagine how you can separate your, um, your passion. Well,
1: so, uh, well, so. <laughs> On the design side, the the, the way I've been talking that to a certain extent comes in the design side. So I, mean, I remember when um, I remember when I was in Australia, I did a talk. I'm not sure if you were there. And the, the whole notion of no, your talk. No, okay. so you, you know, in response to a world, you know, like in, in from a brand's from a design studio point of view, um, would you pitch? Well, no there's a response to that. It's a rude question. And so <laughs> that, that, that approach to, there's, uh, there's, there's, that approach to how one wants to live, you know, uh, live your life with, with dignity and, and, and respect. And it, it filters through into, you know, so Browns generally my job at Browns is to say no. Um, but it says no for a very good reason, because it believes in design. Mm. It loves design and wants design to be powerful. Yeah. Therefore, generally you have to say no yeah, yeah. <laughs> you so, know, so so have um, you
0: got a reputation to be as a difficult chap to work with yeah, probably <laughs> <laughs> no but it's funny cuz <laughs> um, i i actually if you open my book in the middle it says a massive yes and i said i'm um, i i do not say no and that's it's so interesting isn't it how you're i'm a i'm a yes man you're a no man um and I, if I say no, well, I, no, I quickly back down. Say
1: <laughs> so, yes. Well, it, you know, it's, um, you know, if, if,
0: if, for instance, goes back to what is it that
1: you want? If I wanted brands to, you know, to, to build and have offices around the world, etc., it'd be a different philosophy. But um, you know, I, I really believe in design. I'm sick to death of it. It's kind of lost its lost its way. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes to its own fault, and um, and you know, it's it's not seen how it should be seen at the moment. It's not respected how it should be respected, mm. and that really pisses me off.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, how how, and, sh- how um, should it be seen? Know, for for what it is, which is a, a, a wonderful discipline. It's not not sub. It's not. A, it's not a service industry. Mm. It should be seen as architects are seen, as doctors are seen, as artists are seen, as musicians are seen. It's, it's just it's just allowed itself to become. Um, it's it's lost its confidence. It's lost its way. Mm.
0: Too and flexible that, to that
1: please. Is, yeah, that is why I say a no lot because I I, I I I I love it and I want it to return to its former glory, mm. which it will do. Mm.
0: Wow, that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, that's well. That's why I like. That's why I like a truth. So when and, you know, it, 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 a truth that you in, in terms of design studio, design studio that's based on a truth. Hmm. It does stand for something. It does do beautiful work. Yep. People do work hard. They do. You know what I mean? As opposed to. Um, uh,
0: Pretend, you, pretend. You know, that's uh, really important. Yeah, or bash it out, or you know, lack of quality and yeah. Um, I mean,
1: it's like this. How, how many design studios do quality work? I mean, there's, there's lots of clever people out there, but generally, it's very mediocre. Yeah. Certainly is in in uh, certainly is in London.
0: but well, um, I mean, London's seen as being kind of design capital of the world.
1: I would say Japan and Tokyo is the design capital of the world. So far ahead, the design working in Japan, on the design side, is so far ahead of London and, and Europe. It's uh, something to behold. All of our points of reference in this teaser at the moment are Japanese.
0: Yeah. It's funny, I just was unpacking some cards just now, and as you said, that I've, I've got my uh, business cards when I was the art director of Japanese Vogue, just here. I don't know where the hell they came from. Um, oh yeah when, when, when was that thing when two, were you in uh 2000 2001 I think it was wow I forgot that and but I remember just being going there we moved there for nine months and um yeah it was the hardest job I've ever did but it was certainly just seeing the Japanese culture was unbelievable just the, and also just the generally just the respect for each other and the calmness and the quality of the craft of design and Anything designed and made, which is uh, really considered, very clever. Yeah. You, know? you you were there recently for an exhibition, were you?
1: Well, no, I went uh, myself and my uh, Sean Perkins, a good mate of mine that runs oh, North. Right. Yeah. we uh, He invited me to go to uh, the Rugby World Cup in Japan, which is fantastic. Mm. But essentially, we, we went, this was um, last October. Mm hmm. But yes, we went to watch the rugby, and that was fantastic. But essentially, we studied Japanese design and Japanese culture every day Mm. for ten days. Mm. I mean, uh, um, I mean, North is an interesting design studio. I mean, if you look at their their history, Japan has had such a massive influence on them as a studio. And and to Sean's credit, uh, I really understood that more when I went to to um, to. particularly, Sean, it's really worth studying what is going on there mm. and why is it better, the structure of things. Mm. Um, so I'm, I mean, personally, I'm really sort of studying it at the moment looking at it closely. From from a wanting British graphic design to be back on the map, yep. there's a lot lessons to be learned as to how they're doing it.
0: Well, they haven't diluted their culture like so many other countries have.
1: Yeah. It's fascinating. It was fascinating. It's a shame actually, because um, I think the Olympics got
0: yeah postponed,
1: postponed yesterday, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, that, uh, I mean, whenever that happens, that's going to be quite something, the Olympics
0: yeah, in the design and social context in Tokyo.
1: Fantastic.
0: I bet they designed some incredible stadiums as well. All
1: right. and but yeah, I would have thought so. I would have thought so.
0: So we're going to wrap it up. Um, it's been absolutely incredible talking with you, John, as always, and I'm glad this conversation's not just between you and me—it's a conversation that we can share with the world um, at this time that is so, so hard for so many people, and so, um, so much question, so much doubt, so much anxiety around what's happening. I think that um, I think people will value the conversation and understand, you know, two different countries' perspective on the situation. And uh, I really thank you for your time, mate. No, it's really, it's
1: been, uh, it's been nice, isn't it? It's, um, it's always nice to you, boy. And um, without, I feel very positive the other side of the coronavirus. I know it's gonna be very tough, but actually, let's go, come on, let's go.
0: <laughs> let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. Yeah. Let's get it over and done with it. Yeah. Let's get back to some form Definitely. of normality. Yeah. Um, all right, buddy, thank you so much. Alright, fella. Nice to you always take, take care, man. Take care, man. Bye bye.
1: See you dude.
0: Thank you all for listening. If you want to find out more about designing your life, head over to our website at designyourlife.com.au or on our social media at Frost Collective. If you enjoyed this episode and found it inspiring, please don't forget to review or subscribe.